Welcome to this CRMT podcast. This is an open discussion by industry professionals around topics that are at the heart of cybersecurity and information risk. Uh, today, I'm joined by my colleague, Walter Tully, who's a principal consultant at CRMG. Uh, I'm Nick Frost. I'm the co-founder and director at Cyber Risk Management, CRMG, which is a leading provider of cybersecurity and information risk consultancy services. And today, we're going to be talking about the importance of organizations completing a cybersecurity diagnostic assessment. Uh, CRMG is very proud to launch its CSDA, the Cybersecurity Diagnostic Assessment Tool. And uh, this is a tool that allows organizations to quickly and easily understand the extent to which they comply against a range of leading industry standards, including ISO including NIST, including the NIS directive. So we've got a range of these different uh, um, diagnostic assessment uh, tools available to use. But today we wanted to have a a quick discussion, um, both around how we would use this uh, and the types of scenarios and when you would use and apply the CSDA. So I've got a couple of questions to kick this discussion off with Martin. Um, So Martin, welcome. Thanks for joining. Thank you for having me, Nick. Well, thank you. Okay, so let's let's kick off. So, Martin, what what is the importance of organisations determining their cybersecurity maturity? And I'm thinking particularly here uh, those that are small and medium sized organisations. Well, I'd say, I'd say, Nick. The I mean, the short answer is obviously very important, and I think it's it's become even more important over you know even the last two or three years, in particular, where there might be sort of lots of different needs to um, assess the maturity of cybersecurity. You know, not just from regulatory pressures or obligations. There's there's obligations of if you are a a small to medium sized organisation, you might be a supplier to a larger one, or you might have. Um, suppliers yourself that are going down the supply chain, um, and and also when you know when you're going for maybe different tenders for um, potentially providing services to different parts of organisations, then quite often it's a, it's a it's a prerequisite now. You know, even the last figures yeah. to say in the last few years to have an assessment of the cybersecurity and the maturity of cybersecurity, so that you're not. Um, not putting either other organisations' information um, in the in the public domain, for example, that you're protecting it according to what's in a, a service level agreement or a contract. So there's there's lots of different you know reasons and uh, and that's made it important for any organisation, you know, not just small to medium sized organisations, to um, mm. to determine their cybersecurity maturity. But just picking up on the small to medium size in particular. Um, we we know that you know just just by the definition is that they there might be um, maybe have not too many employees within the organisation. There might be you know, one employee that's tasked with with managing cybersecurity, but also it's maybe twenty percent of their uh, their role for elsewhere in IT. So it's yeah. it's important it's important to sort of share um, or to to at least understand how. How, how well the areas are doing, particularly well in, which is always you know something that's overlooked in terms of protecting security, uh, the security of information, but also the areas that they could um, also improve on, which which the CSDA um, can be useful. Yeah, yeah, thanks for that. And I think you're right. I mean, the, the the nice thing about the CSDA is it's straightforward to use, gives you a quick uh, overview and insight into what the security status is as for any of those environments or situations you, you described there. Um, and I think also, you know, just, just thinking about um, recent 
and discussions I've been having, um, especially around cybersecurity and mergers and acquisitions, um, whereby you know there, there's there's going to be an increase in mergers and acquisitions, obviously with the effects of COVID on the economy. And part of an M&A process now is emphasizing the need to understand, you know, what current cybersecurity uh, controls and uh, perceived risks could look like. So the CSDA is ideally positioned for, for those as well. Yeah, um, you pick up a, it's a good point, Nick, on, on that one in particular. And, you know, in relation to, you know, the, probably the reason why there are, there are so they were likely to be mergers acquisitions is you know is a shortage of uh, of budget and and that's yeah. that's also where you know where the, where the where cybersecurity maturity assessment comes in is is to is to really focus in on or hone in on where the areas of, of security you need to improve and the areas that you are you are doing well in it might be it might be that you're 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 spending maybe too much in one area that you're that you're over controlling and, and yeah. maybe not not enough in another area. So it's, it's a good way of diverting some you know budgets and and resources in the right area and make and just make the most um, effective use of the money you've got available. Great, superb. All right. So, can you give us an idea in terms of what you think the best way is for an organisation to uh, to regularly assess their control status? Just some of the more pragmatic you know, planning aspects and, and, and how it actually, you know, what are the mechanics behind getting this as a regular activity for organisations to follow? Well, I'd say, I mean, the, the overall one one best way is where, um, you know, if it's a, if it's a large organisation or, or, or an SME organisation, is that, is that every, everybody is, is involved in the process, you know, in, in terms of assessing. There's lots of different areas of, of cybersecurity to assess that there be yeah, management areas like um, policies or security management or business continuity, HR, um, but there'll also be, you know, more technical areas like access control and you know more technical security um, areas. So it does it does it does rely on the people being you know being brought on board to make sure that any any questions that they might be asked that they they also answer truthfully uh, and accurately yeah, because yeah. that that will provide the you know the clearer picture that the organisation has about this this cyber security. But I'd say overall, it is it needs to be driven by you know, I'd I'd say one one person that has. That has the buy-in from from all of the different stakeholders within the organisation that they can go to, you know, get real real answers to, and if if it's possible, then to back that up with um, you know some some documentation or some evidence yeah. that then can, then can yeah. sort of support some of those answers. Then that makes it better. You know, when it, when when it's time to reassess, you've already got a set of documentation there that you can refer to that says, well, last year we were doing really well on um, uh, malware deployment, for example. Um, where are we yeah. this year, sort of thing. So, so all of those factors, but it, it's. I think the primary one is that everybody is pulling in the right direction. There's, there's, there's no sort of blockers or any anybody that might be maybe protecting their area and, and uh, maybe saying it's uh, it, it's better than it is. So it's it's uh, it's it's just, just relies on all the people in the organisation to, um, uh, to to be available and to support the need to uh, assess where where they are as an organisation in terms of maturity for cybersecurity. Brilliant. Okay. And, and as you said, uh, you know, I, I suppose there are a number of, you know, we, we in CRMG, uh, we use the CSDA as part of a consultant, consultancy offering. So we can come in using the CSDA and provide that independent view of, of security controls. Okay, so once you've gone through the CSDA then, Martin, you've, um, you know, you've, you've conducted, whether it's an interview based only or you've used some of the evidence you described. Um, 
what then are the next steps an organization would typically take to get uh, you know to take those results and do something with them yeah it's and it, it's it's one of these where um the, the next steps here is yeah, yeah probably the, the the most interesting part really and, and it's uh it's really sort of where the the analytical um sort of brains might might, might be more involved at that stage because having having run um csda engagements in the past on for for crmg um you might be tempted to sort of maybe focus in on the the, the areas that you're sort of maybe um answering as maybe limited or initial areas in terms of maturity uh, the areas basically that that are scoring quite low in terms of a maturity assessment um, which the csda provides um however it is i think it is important there to sort of to, to to look at those look at those areas and sort of say well you know maybe we, we might be prepared to accept a, a limited um set of scoring for this particular area yeah. and to, to really to, to to understand that approach is really then to then to involving again the, the various stakeholders maybe it's at this stage it's probably a smaller group of um more senior individuals maybe within within security and within the wider business to really understand okay what we're, what we're trying to do now is matching against the business objectives and the mm. that you might have already defined some areas of risk for example that you'd like to sort of you'd like to maybe increase the level of controls in so so i think here you're really sort of looking at the taking away the results of the completed csda um having those discussions internally and, and, and having a look at where the areas you know for improvement are there might be as i say there might be some of those areas that are, that are you know best left alone there might be you know, very low risk areas that are that are okay and it comes back to the level of resourcing and budget that you've got available to, to leave those but it, yeah. what the what important thing is is matching up to business objectives any business risk that you identified and where there are um overlaps to the security to where there might be areas of security that could be improved those would be the areas that you could then put on a roadmap or a set of recommendations to then um fix those or manage those more 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 focused over the next yeah. maybe uh, period of time so so, so in a you know in a, as an overview it, it is it is um taking the results looking at the areas that uh, could be improved looking at the areas that you're already doing really well in because it's um it's quite often to really communicate the, the you know the good messages to, to the organization it's not all uh, it's not all going to be doom and gloom there'll be areas that you'd be doing yeah. well in um but it is matching up the areas that uh, that, that do need improvement against um you know, any any risks the business objectives and then finding out you know, what are the what are the priority areas that you do need to invest in over the short medium and long term to make sure that you know from a risk uh, perspective that you're managing controls effectively yeah yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's a good point there because, as you say, there's a sort of emphasis on the roadmap um, that highlights, well, which control gaps are more important than others. So, you know, just thinking here about, you know, recent clients we've been speaking to in the retail sector, and there's such a big emphasis now on establishing that online um, capability and to fast track that online capability because of, you know, because of COVID. Um so, you know, and, and so there's greater emphasis now around um, availability of your online.com presence, um, more so now than ever before. So, you know, if there are gaps to do with your business continuity planning, you know, what may have been an important control gap in the past may well now be a critical control gap, given the changes that we see with, uh, with particularly in the retail sector. Yeah, and I think I think overall, Nick, as well, it's it's what we're trying to get away from. I think generally, what cybersecurity has has to some extent got away from is just that kind of tick box exercise, that you know, fully compliance driven approach, which 
this, the CSDA should should not be used for it. Should it should be yeah. you know should be part of a, a wider conversation to the organisation. Sort of say like like you say any any new um, uh, new opportunities that the organisation is moving into. How can security um, you know help those um, those kind of initiatives initiatives from from taking off really? And and if it is you know for example to to improve um, an organisation's approach to remote working at the moment or um, uh, yeah over mobile devices that maybe maybe those are the areas that an organization should um, uh, increase the priority for, for those areas as opposed to um, you know some of the areas that, that might traditionally have, have come out as part of a uh, security assessment thanks for that one and just a quick one just to try and dig down a little bit more who should be responsible for a CSDA both in terms of you know <laughs> driving the CSDA from, I guess, from our side, but also, you know, completing it and providing the necessary input? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good question because it, it, it does, um, does, does rely on um, a, few, a few different people having, uh, having different roles. And, and, and it's, it sometimes does depend on um, the organisation. It, it does work. I, I find, and I'm not just saying it because I, I've driven CSDA assessments for CRMG on on a, a number of occasions, but it does it does seem to work quite well when um, when when I've gone into an organisation and you can start to explain um, the questions, you can expand on what they what they mean, you can show what the what the outputs would be um, off the back of the assessment, um, yeah. and and you could do that in a in a in, a, in an independent way. So you, you sort of you, you kind of sit between um, different parts of. Um, not only cybersecurity, but because you've got HR as part of the um, CSDA, you've got business continuity as part of the, the CSDA. You can sort, you can start to cut across different um, uh, uh, employees and business units within the organisation you're working with. So it does it does it does work well when we have um, uh, driven the CSDA from a from from a CRMG perspective within an organisation. Um, yeah. And that said, as well, you you um, you typically have. Um, uh, somebody identified you know, what usually one person it's usually i would say um the the security manager um the roles and responsibilities will be different across all organizations but usually it's somebody that's uh, responsible for um for, for managing security on a on a day-to-day basis as i said earlier on it might not be their their, their full-time role but it'd be somebody that's identified as having ownership or responsibility for for security that you can that you can then it would be the, the 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 port of call that um that, that i would normally engage with uh, primarily and then what happens mm-hmm. normally then is is um you know a series of of interviews with different people from the organization you know not just the security manager maybe the security manager is there on on most of the interviews um with myself and then with um, a, a subject matter expert from the organisation that can answer the answer the question. So, so it's a it is a it is a bit of a, a, a team effort, I would say. Um, um, but in terms of who who drives it, usually it's been it's been um, uh, myself or a colleague that might might be might usually sort of drive the CSDA because we're in a position of being able to explain what the tool means and what the questions mean and try to get real accurate and, and correct answers really for the yes. to make it make uh, make the actions off the back of back of that um uh, more applicable to the assessment yeah yeah no indeed i think getting that objectivity is uh is absolutely key um okay great um i just wonder if we can jump into a little bit more detail around you know, different sort of use case studies. If you give me, I don't know, one or two that you've you've specifically worked on, um, 
and just I suppose just just give an overview in terms of how they were used and what situation and what they uh, what they helped achieve. Yeah, certainly, and I think I think there's there's two in particular that are quite quite interesting to um, maybe explain on on this podcast in particular. Um, the first of those is if it's and we've touched on a few times that it might be a small to medium type of organisation that might uh, uh, you know might be primarily interested in assessment. That's that's not ruling out a, a larger organisation for a quicker assessment. But it's it, it may be in, in terms of a scenario, an organisation that's maybe. Um, uh, maybe has grown quickly uh, in a short space of time, or looking to um, seek out a few opportunities, particularly in a in a in a difficult uh, market environment as it as it is at the moment. So, so maybe sort of looking into um, gaining investment, go potentially going into emerging acquisition situation that you mentioned earlier, Nick. Um, yeah. And need to need to sort of start to show um, how how well um, or you know or, or the areas of cybersecurity that they're doing doing particularly well in to maybe you know to clinch that. Um, uh, that that tender or the merger and acquisition, or to be the organisation that is nominated to uh, you know to join up with the you know, with a larger organisation. Um, yeah. So, so, so that would be sort of one one scenario where they you know very very quickly they can start to demonstrate how, you know the areas of cybersecurity they're working they're working on or the the areas of cybersecurity that they're, they're doing particularly well in, and then. Once they've got a, an assessment of those areas, they can then start to match them up in terms of the services they might be able to provide to um, uh, to the market or to another organisation to uh, pair up with. Um, and yeah. they can start to sort of say, "Yeah, we, we've got a you know we've got really good controls over, as I said earlier, remote working uh, over over the control of their mobile devices or over more technical areas of malware." Um, malware software for example and they've got a, a really good position in terms of cybersecurity to, to start to support another organization and then they might then then because the csda can be done very quickly and effectively it's a it's a maturity-based assessment um they can share they can start to share those those results with you know with another organization or um to clinch those services that they're trying to go for so it's, it's a very quick um, you know, straightforward assessment. They can start to start to say they can start to demonstrate they have they have taken cybersecurity very seriously, and uh, and it has been shown you know in 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 very in very recent times that that's that's been a, a differentiator for some organisations clinching these contracts. So, so that, yeah. that's probably yeah. that's probably the first first scenario there. And um, the second one that sort of springs to mind is, and I think. There must be people listening to this podcast, either themselves or they've known somebody that's been in this this very position where they they, they might have taken on a, maybe a, a new role within a new organisation. They're given the first thirty days, let's say, for <laughs> making sure that they understand how well um, security is being managed within, within an organisation. Typically, it might be the board. You know, the first board meeting they're asked to to assess cybersecurity in terms of where um, where areas need to be improved and where there might be budget for. You know, for future um, activities to improve to improve cybersecurity, and the CSDA could provide that person with that quick um, assessment to then <coughs> share some of the outputs with the board. Um, there's there's outputs in terms of um, different dashboards that you can gain from the information that you can get from the CSDA. Uh, you can put them in in presentations very quickly and easily. Um, that a board member would you know would understand very 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 easily. So, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, to answer that kind of question from a board member, you know, the first thirty day position that you're into, um, you know, tell us 
tell us how well or, or the areas we're doing well in for cybersecurity, but also the areas that you'd like us to invest in. The CSDA could be the tool that um, that particular manager could use uh, to, to share the responses or the outputs to the to the board in in their in their regular monthly discussions. Okay, brilliant. So it gives you that high level sort of directional view for for, for the board, and I suppose also. You know that's that's kind of useful information to know where to target. You know budgets and um, investments. Um, you know for cybersecurity as well. Indeed. All right. Well, thanks very much for that, Martin. Thanks very much for your uh, insight. Um, and thank you for tuning in to, to the CRMG podcast. Um, so we will be sitting down for regular discussions where we give our insights based on our own professional experience which spans around 30 years each of us within the team um, we hope you enjoy this podcast and join us next time to find out more about the cybersecurity diagnostic uh, tool that we've developed as well as about crmg visit us at uh, www.crmg-consult.com um, or if you'd like to give us feedback or suggestion for a topic in the future for us to discuss, then contact us at info at crmg-consult.com. Thanks very much. Mm-hmm.